Veronica Mars Fan Podcast, episode number eight. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Veronica Mars Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. (laughs) Thanks for joining us, babe. Thanks. I'm here. All right. We are going to be covering season one, episode eight, Like a Virgin. Actually, we're not going to cover it as if we were. No. That's actually the name of the episode. That's the episode title. Yes. There you go. Of our theme music. I do too. It's fantastic. Anyway, let's get this thing started, Stephanie. I I loved it. Another episode. This is a second episode in the in a row that I loved, and this episode was better than the last one. Yeah, and and now I I do believe that there will be filler episodes that you're not going to care for. Okay. Um, well, that that's but that's to be seen with that's every to be expected. Yeah, that's gonna um, happen with every series you ever get into. Yeah, and um, I don't know. There, House of Cards did not have a filler episode. House of Cards did not, but House of Cards also, if you fast forward nine years, is a totally new kind yeah, of I content. I'm just kidding. Yes, taken. Um, I expect I expect to have some filler episodes, and and you know what, honestly. I, I mean, there had to be a reason why the show got canceled, right? That yeah, that it wasn't always right. something. I right. mean, I, I don't, what is it? A, what is it that causes a show to have such See, a devoted following after it's been canceled, but was not enough viewership to as, keep it on as the show was on right. to convince people to stay to keep it on? Yeah. I really, I don't know, and because I didn't watch it the first time around. I don't understand. And we here's the here's the thing. Now I I I would say, and of course I'm completely clueless of how CW does anything. I've never watched anything live on. Well, CW. and this wasn't on. Um, I I think that that Veronica Mars was on, um, right before it switched from Warner Brothers to the CW. Okay. Or during. Okay, that so it used to be the WB or whatever. Happened. It used to be the WB. Well, anyway, so and then I think even for a small time after the WB, it was the UPN okay, or UPN or whatever before it officially became um, the CW. My point being is that I have no clue what the production schedule was like, but I know that there have been many different serialized dramas that uh, continually base you know their story. And for example, I think it was Firefly where Fox canceled the show because the viewership kind of decreased. But the problem well, Fox is stupid. They cancel things way too soon. I understand that, but I, but there was there was an issue where they played some, they played at least one episode out of order, and even with Lost, um, ABC would go like you'd get three or four episodes, and then all of a sudden you'd go two or three weeks without an episode, and and sometimes they would play a repeat and. And it's like all of a sudden. I mean, you wear an audience out, so right? I the wonder- first, the first three seasons of Lost were really difficult. It really got better after they 
They said, okay, we're going to end after they season six. They put their six. foot down. It's they like, said, listen, yeah, we need to run consecutively. Was it 13 or 16 weeks? Yeah, 16. Conse- uh, 16 weeks um, consecutively. And um, and that model really works. But that is not a regular schedule um, series model. Right. Th- that, that doesn't happen. Certainly not in the Veronica days. So. And, um, and certainly not then. But I will tell you that season three is different in... Um, Season one and two have the one major mystery arc over the whole season. Okay. Um, with season one being Lily's murder. And um, season three is more broke up into smaller story arcs that um, that cover like several episodes. So it is done differently. So there is, a, I mean, it really could make sense why it was losing. I don't know if it was losing vis- um, viewers or wasn't picking as many up, but Season three is done a bit differently. So, so here, so okay, that this is making a lot of sense then. And what it is is that there are probably a lot of people who really loved the whole Desperate Housewives series, you know, season arc mm-hmm. and episode arcs, right? You know, that which is was what we're used to, and 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 it was new and exciting and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden they start changing the format a little bit. And and so now slowly, I don't get that because it's still the same characters that you love, and that's what I'm saying. But see, you're a diehard I am fan, and your every every show is going to have their diehard fans. I mean, you right. just do. But the but the thing is, is when you start messing with formulas and and it's and it doesn't cap keep the creative magic that it right. started with, um, then then you start to lose audience. Yeah. You, you start to lose the casual viewers. And so, okay, anyway. So. This episode, however. It was fantastic. Is one of the reasons I can see why people love this show. (laughs) And uh, we did, I mean, there was a little bit about the, uh, or actually there was quite a bit related to the Lily Kane backstory. Uh, Cliff McCormick uh, is, you know, she. I love Cliff. She's (laughs) trying to get, uh, he's the actual lawyer for Kuntz. Yep. Or was. He's no longer. No, is now. He fired his. He fired his um, big time high costing attorney. Oh, because he's just accepting his. I thought he said in this episode, former, "I failed criminal law." Even I know he's making a bad. Yeah. No, he said, "I or, I'm his former client, or he's my former client." Okay, then he's no longer he, exactly. That's what okay. I just said. Because he's not represented at all now. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry, I remember. That's all right. I was busy making Veronica Mars references during that part. I know. And um, and then laughing at you at how annoyed you would get with me. Well, here's the deal. Our our uh, twelve or no, thirteen year old daughter sitting down watching this with her on one side, you're on my other side, <laughs> and while I'm taking notes and at the same time trying to format right. those notes in a way that'll make sense logically. And trying to hear exactly what's being said on the television screen while you guys are talking in front of me. Ah, hello. My hello. Eye, my eyes were twitching. Right. Anyway. It was. It, it, his, I'm not kidding. His eye really was twitching. He was holding it in place. And I told Megan that if we kept going, we could probably make the other eye twitch. I'm pretty sure you could. <laughs> anyway, uh, so sh- the the story arc here of Lily Kane is, you know, coming back to those shoes, the pictures of the shoes, and her desire to go see Kuntz uh, in the prison Mm -hmm. because he's the only person who could make sense, who could actually give any clue as to why those shoes would be in his apartment, you know, months after her death. And, well, she 
uh, does a little, you know, she does the the picture with Wallace and has her, you know, poses. Yep. And of course, he has no idea why. And she's doing all this thing, sending a fake letter as if she's from his hometown and <laughs> and everything. And of course, he's she on. She doesn't matter. We learn at the end of the episode that uh, he's on to her the whole time. And he play, you know, he plays it for a little bit. For I don't know why, uh, but he does. And the guy does seem a little crazy. He does seem crazy. And he is definitely bent on this idea that I'm going down for this. And and you know, we don't. And I think that that's still a mystery because there's the assumption that he did not murder Lily Kane. There's there's an assumption that there are things here that need to don't be uncovered. Up. Uh, and of course, that's why Lily's ghost is, you know, haunting uh, uh, L- Logan. Duncan. Duncan. Sorry. I, Logan I wasn't in this episode. He wasn't. That, nope. but, and I still enjoyed it. I know. And I like him. And I of know. course, Weevil needs to be in these episodes. Do you know too. if you look at his. Um, it, I just stubbed my toe on the big yeah. box down here. Um, if you look at his IMDb page, it actually says he's been in every episode, but he's not. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So, Maybe yeah, it was no in the Logan. background somewhere. Nope. nope. I've watched it. Okay. So where, where was okay, I going I could have mixed it, missed him while scrolling through Facebook. But <laughs> Seriously, woman, come on. This time, not the first four times. All right. Um, so L- anyway. Lily's ghost is haunting Duncan is what yeah, you were saying. So there's something going on. And uh, we at the end of the episode, um, there's the big reveal. And, and here's the deal. Now, last episode that we recorded we recorded it a week ago we're actually recording this on september 11th 2013 so we're we're you know you guys are listening to us later obviously but i was almost willing to go in and do an edit of the last episode and put a spoiler warning on there because i got to think it's like is that a spoiler? I mean, because obviously you knew it. But I have to ask you this question. Okay. Did you make that assumption the first time you yes, watched it? I did. Okay. Then I'm then then because there's still time. By the way, there's still time as for we're you recording to edit it right to go no, in and edit it. In I this made morning. that assumption straight away. Okay. As long as you made the assumption during the first run through, but sometimes I feel completely fine with the fact that you shared what you shared in the last episode. Okay, but sometimes I think that. Um, that I catch things too early. That no, that's fine. But the thing is, is if we were watching this together for the very first time, each episode, I still would have caught. You it. would have picked it up, and and had you not had any clue about the future, you would have shared it in an episode. Yes, I would have in that episode right. about that. So yeah, we're fine. Right. I don't feel bad. Okay. So um, anyway, obviously there is confirmation now. Look the, in the mirror, Veronica Mars. Yeah. Do you think that you're the product? Of a, of a, you know. Bungling sheriff. Exactly. No, you're the product of the queen and or, king. Or, he doesn't, he he says, or. Oh, yeah. Are you the product of the king and the queen of the prom? Right. So, uh, yeah, that's the bit, that's the overarching, that's the mm-hmm. overall story arc. I don't know that it moved the the story of uh, as far as, as far as the case is concerned. Now, there was some question about this Kuntz. And his connection to her mom, he seems to know her mom extremely well. Well, from when she would come in to um, Kane Software and go to lunch with Jake. Okay. Abel worked for Jake Kane. Okay, gotcha. 
Very good. Yeah. So, okay, so here's my prediction. I don't I don't know who killed Lily Kane right now. Mm-hmm. But um Abel Kuntz But you have met them. Okay. What? In the story. You've met them already in the story. Okay. That's all. You shouldn't be telling me that. Why? Because. Oh, it's going to be a surprise. It's going to be somebody you've never met before. Whatever. It's going to pop out of nowhere. <sighs> You're not going to see it coming. You really, you've met them already. You probably still won't see it coming. <laughs> That's what I love about watching TV with I you. I think it's Wallace and his mom. It's Wallace. <gasps> it's a, No, it's it Wallace and his mom. Oh, it's the mom. You're right. Because she doesn't like girls. Yeah. So anyway, no, seriously, though. Um, I think that Coons is being paid uh, for taking the rap, and 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 he's being bought off not for himself, obviously, because I mean, why would he give this up? Uh, but he's probably got family, and there's no way that he could provide for his family. And the one way he could provide for his family is by them being paid for him taking the rap for this. That that's my assumption of why he's so. But why would someone pay him to take the rap for this? <gasps> That would that, be the question. Yes, and that's that's where we're moving forward dun, dun, into. Dun. dun dun. Oh, you know what? I even have it. I know you. You do. ready? Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, I could even. I say, love asking questions that I already know the answers to. It's an interesting theory. All right. It is. So fun stuff. Anyway, um, yeah. That, so basically, I kept all those notes together. That's the that's the overall story. The arc. Mm-hmm. All right. So where are my clothes? Uh, we have the typical high school stuff going on here. Veronica, it's showing that she's still being tormented, she's still, yeah. and she's she is the object of people's attention. High school and is scorn. high school, and it reminds me of one of my favorite Veronica quotes that you're not going to get until season two, when she says to someone, "Do you see this place? This is high school." We're here for four years, and then we graduate, and we leave this place, and and then um, all all the people you see every day vanish from your lives, and you never have to think about them again. It's one of my favorite. I, I totally botched it this time because I was trying to say it correctly, and ended up saying it incorrectly. But it's one of my favorite Veronica moments. It's a Veronicaism. Yes, nice. and and she does it so much better than I do. But high school is high school. Yes, and there are. Immature people who, well, there are bullies everywhere you look. There is immaturity everywhere you look. And it's just no fun. No fun at all. I hated high school. For some people. I hated high school, too. So, anyway, uh, they found her clothes in the toilet. And we are introduced to Meg for the very first time. And I like Meg in this episode. She's very cool to her. Uh, It was funny to see Veronica in a cheerleader outfit. It totally did not fit. (laughs) Uh, I love that Meg invited her to sit with the cool kids. Come on. It's it's like you're one of us still anyway. I mean, you're dressed for it. You're dressed for it. So I really liked that that she did that. Of course, um, this leads us into kind of the episode uh, story arc, which there are a couple... There are several layers as to what's going on yes. in this episode. Yes, there are. There is there number one. There's the purity test. Yep. There's Wallace's uh, mom's problem tenet. of the mm-hmm. tenant, and then there's also who's getting these passwords and yep. doing these things. So so many different things going on here. Uh, the first thing that I have down here is the purity test, and of course. We learn that the purity test is where people go in and you know sign up for this survey and they answer questions and it gives them a score and it tells them how 
you know how the higher pe- the more angelic you are the the lower the more exactly not so angelic and you so are. these people go in and they're they're answering this information of course for some reason they're they're not only answering this but they're using their school logins to do this hello yeah. This is a little far-fetched. It is. But, you know, we'll go. It's a fictionalized show. My, As my daughter, McKenna, said to me today, she, what, what do you remember what she was talking about? She was talking about, oh, sea creatures. Okay. And and she says, Mom, you know, and there's something about a story why sea creatures can't ride motorcycles or something in, in the story. And and she says, and, and you said, well, why can't they ride motorcycles? And... Uh, why can't sea creatures roll, ride motorcycles? And I said, well, duh, Mom. The the motorcycle wheels have a hard time going in water. And McKenna says to me, she goes, but, Dad, sea creatures can go on the land, too. And I'm like, wait a second. They're sea creatures. How do they? She goes, Dad, have you ever heard of fiction? There's fiction and nonfiction. non-fiction. Yeah. And in fiction, you can mix things up. So... Okay, so this is a fiction story. Yes, it is. And therefore, it is entirely possible that the entire high school, everybody uses their email address and password to take a quiz. Right. Duh. All right, so anyway, they take this quiz, (laughs) and uh, I, I... I love, um, of course, we we actually have Veronica and Wallace talking about the uh, test. Right. And I just love the funny scene with, you know, v- Veronica in Wallace's home. And she opens up her shirt and says, here, you need some extra points. <laughs> right. You're just one point away for cool. And mom catches this. And mom's with that her. girl. Yes. That girl. She's not happy. The, you know, I told you about hanging out with that, that girl. That girl. And she's heard all kinds of things about Keith Mars and his daughter. Well, here's what I... And and I totally get. I totally get that. But why can't she be more concerned with the fact that that girl is the one girl who cut her son down off of the flagpole after he was taped up there naked? Do you really think that he came home and told his mom that that Well, he he did say to her, you know, you've also heard things from me about her. Right. So I don't know if he told her about that specific thing, but maybe now would be the time to pull that story out of your hat. Exactly. Um, Go to bat, Wallace. Come on. That's right. Stand up and be a man. Well, he did. Tried he did. to with, with Jeremy, the tenant. Yes, but, we, um, he did. But uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. Right. So um, anyway, you can't buy other people's... Oh, you can buy other people's tests. Yes. So Genius. This was awesome. <laughs> and she goes, oh, and now I can't wait to go to, to school, school tomorrow. tomorrow. Never thought I'd say that. And it was so fun watching her walk through the hallway, watching everybody run up and yell at other people. And yeah. So $10 per result. And you could buy anybody's. Yeah. And and, the, and of course, this is rich kids school. Yes, it is. All right. So it's very easy. You, you figure it's like, oh, there's about 30 people. I'd love to know what they answered on this yep. thing. And that's. $300. And, you know, and of course, if every student, it, if, yeah, all of a sudden, it's like, wait a second, this could end up being a pretty big deal. Right. Uh, so the question is, who created this thing and, and stuff like that? And of course, we learn that it's actually Mac. We do. When she well, drives out. We, wait a second. It is not definite. Oh, there's only one person who could put this together, and she drives out with a brand new car. Yeah. No, they're, they're, and she goes, I think oh. they make it pretty evident. So did evident. you buy anybody's test? Do you think I could really afford $10? Right. Dude, she's got everybody's test. She's got everybody's $10. <laughs> exactly. So so anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I thought that was a, a fun story. Do and, you like Mac? Different. 
I do. Okay. I really like Mac and I hope yeah. she's back. She is. She'll, she becomes a, a main character. I love Great. her character. Is Meg a main character too? Because I um, like her. For a while. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay, good. So, um, Meg, I believe that... Oh, I love this. I love this. Because I, I really... I, do, I mean, it's not me. I didn't... I, it's not... I didn't do the, this. You know, it, uh, there's no way. Um, somebody faked my test. And and she said, Veronica says, oh, trust me, I believe that cartoon birds braided your hair this morning. <laughs> I know. That was awesome. It was. I love that. She has great wit. They they have written Veronica's character with great wit. Yeah. So um, yeah. it turns out, though, that Meg actually had the second lowest score. Veronica had a 14 painted onto her locker. <laughs> And of course, Veronica's the one who faked her test, <laughs> right? Which is fun. Um, then there's the question of Veronica didn't do her test; they did it for her. What? Did you really not catch that? I thought she said I I faked my own score. No. Oh, okay. Veronica didn't do that test. Someone did it for her. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I did anyway. Okay. For so anyway, but um, don't you ever get upset when people are listening? And she says no. You, here's what you do. You get tough, you get even. And this is, you know, th- this actually does build into the character of who Veronica is. Yes, it she does. says she acts and pretends like this doesn't bother her, that she's always the butt of people's jokes and 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 that she's the gets her clothes stuck in the toilet. And and that people are consistently saying things about her, but she's then we learn later in the episode, does it ever bother me? Well, it depends on who's listening. Because Veronica Mars is a marshmallow. She's a softie. She really does. She really does care. And she, and she really likes Wallace. And the fact that, you know, mom, being a friend yeah. to him is being affected by what people say. Right. And and that that is having an impact on her. Uh, there's Veronica's email. That mm-hmm. Somebody had broken to her computer uh, password. And I love when she goes to the guy to change her password. He's like, well, it really shouldn't be your pet's name or your boyfriend's name. And she's like, mine's like G. Yeah, it, it's Z- got all yeah, kinds of yeah. random characters. Exclamation point X. <laughs> exactly. You really should make it harder next time. Yep. Then we learned uh, that Kimmy uh, confesses. She says, because you messed up, you, uh, you messed with the wrong person. It, uh, and then all of a sudden she's like, well, wait a second. No, it was Pam. See, Pam did Veronica's test. Pam did Veronica's test, but um, Kimmy did Meg's test. Yes. All right. Single and, white female is what she calls it. Yeah. So, but, and, and of course she finds out by tracking down this IT guy and... Uh, Kimmy and they in yeah, a certain they got a little un- make out point. Yeah, they have a little um, a little inappropriate relationship yeah. going on. Exactly, and of course, not only that, but uh, Veronica is you know out taking pictures. Did they not notice the flash? I mean, well, seriously? yeah, they were looking at the camera in the couple of the pictures. But I love when oh, she's okay. like, yeah. um, okay, so number fourteen. Oh well, yeah, you have done that and. And I think my score went down just by seeing this one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was funny. It's yes. just funny. So um, so the mystery solved there, and everything is revealed on the school television yes. uh, news program. And I love this. Note to self. Cue tape for, for clients. Client. <laughs> yes. So the Duncan Kane, uh, you know, he's still in love. You still know, hung up on you. That went out to the whole you. school. It did. And of course, there's a conversation at the end of the episode between Duncan and Veronica. Right. And I believe that, you know, there is still something not not like 
oh, I, I'm upset that we're not together. But I, I think there's still something between them that, you know, they... There's no closure. Yeah, exactly. That's it. There's no closure. There's no closure there. And um, and when he says, well, I'm not still hung up on you, I don't believe him. But when she says, never thought you were, I do believe her. Right. Because of how abrupt her end of that yes. was. Yes. Exactly. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. There is one other th- little note in here. I, I, I laughed out loud when one it was... One time. No, one no, time no, through no, this no, episode. Twice. Oh, okay, okay, twice. Okay, so I laughed you when did. they said it, and then I laughed when I paused to actually write, write it, it out. Okay. Does she know that you take her picture to Fantastic <laughs> Sam's? <laughs> I love that. That it was, was so funny. funny. It was. Oh, my gosh. You just want to be her, don't you, Pam? Or Pam says to Kimmy anyway. Yeah. Ah, uh, anyway, do now, do, do, yeah. do, does she know that you take her picture to Fantastic Zen? That would look like this. Uh, all right, so we're <laughs> going to talk about Wallace and his mom. But she can't look like that because cartoon birds braided Meg's hair. Exactly. So there's, there's, nobody can duplicate right. that. You have to pray to the fairy godmother. That's right. So anyway, we're going to take just a, a moment here to say thank you to our wonderful sponsor over at TVTalk.com. Uh, things are heating up. They have more than 60 shows that are available for you. Uh, 60 of your favorite television shows over there at tvtalk.com. Uh, you watch your favorite episodes of your favorite television show, and the very next morning, they will have for you a 20-minute episode where two hosts will sit down and talk about those television show episodes, just like we do here, only they're a little bit more brief and to the point and don't ramble on as much as Stephanie and I do. Uh, it is awesome. Uh, TVTalk.com has um, an Android app, also has an iPhone app, so that you can actually not only listen to them talk about the most recent episode, but you can also respond to their talk back question of the week. And with a little button, you can actually record your own feedback and submit it to the hosts of the show and potentially get your voice heard throughout the entire TV Talk community that are fans of that television show. Um, Our our good friend Stuart Crane is the guy who created TV Talk. It is the largest television talk show network or podcast network with TV shows uh, that are covered in the world. And not only that, but Stuart just recently sold his interest in a multi-million dollar company to focus on TV Talk full-time. And it is absolutely awesome. Go check them out. Incredible. TVTalk.com. And uh, personally, I'm looking forward to a show that is coming up on The CW. And that's The Tomorrow People. I know you are. I hope it doesn't suck. We really need to find out that start date. It's October something. It's in my calendar. I, I, yeah, okay. I, I remember looking it up a long time ago, and I put a big old thing in there, you know, on my calendar as a reminder. Anyway, thank you to our sponsor, TVTalk.com. TVTalk.com. I, I, I never did hear about... Oh, you know what? I don't know if Stuart heard my, my whole song uh, promo idea yet. Mm. TVTalk.com. Yeah, you shouldn't be singing it, though. No, I probably like shouldn't. That, yeah, that's... Anyway, so last bit of my notes here. Wallace and Mom... So we already talked a little bit about the fact that, you know, mom doesn't care too much for uh, Chris, for Kristen Bell. You like that? Right. Yeah. She doesn't like she her doesn't at all. She does not like Kristen Bell. <laughs> she does not like Veronica, which, by the way, I just sent an email off to uh, the manager for Kristen Bell to ask her to come on the show. And unfortunately, she's not doing interviews at this time. Yep. 
So but new the, baby. Here's the here's the thing. Got an immediate response. Really? Got an immediate response from her manager. And uh, you know, just open up opened up the uh doors of communication there and and maybe as the movie gets closer, we'll I'll actually not maybe. When the movie gets closer, I'll reach out again. Very cool. You should reach out to some of the other ones. Uh, that's a great idea. Why don't you do me a favor, babe, and make me a list of all the names of the actors, and I will. Okay. All right? Yep. We'll make it happen. We will. And I'll try not to leave out the ones that I don't like. <laughs> you can, Stephanie, do me a favor. Please do leave out the ones you like. I do not want you as my host in an interview with somebody you don't like because... Why not? You'll let them tell. You'll tell them. I really hated you on this show. I really didn't like your character. (laughs) I'm just kidding. There's nothing wrong with saying that. I'm just kidding. It's really only one. (laughs) Who who is it? I can't tell you. You don't don't know yet. (laughs) Okay, let's move forward. All right, so so basically the storyline with um, Wallace's mom, there there is the, you know, I'm not too sure about Veronica and the Mars Mm -hmm. family stay away. Uh, but But there's a bigger issue and that there's this guy named Jeremy. And he is a renter, and Veronica looks out the window and sees that this guy is not paying his rent. He's pretending that he's been hurt on the front porch from where he's fallen, and he's on painkillers. And he's just this deadbeat, horrible guy. Deadbeat guy. Then things are even worse. The guy's breaking into their house and cooking food in in their kitchen. Okay, but worse, he breaks in and turns on the gas. Well, yeah, that's well, that comes next. So, so uh, well, even actually, after the cooking, but I really loved that that Wallace wanted to kick the guy's butt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when he broke in, he did, and 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 uh, and his idea of being an example to his little brother and his mom's idea of being an example is not the same. Exactly. Yes. I'm, I'm with Will. I'm with Wallace on this one. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know, uh, Veronica kind of uh, shares with Dad, hey, you know, you might want to go check this out and he says i'll do it i'll, I'll take care of it for you and Wallace's like eh, you know and because he knows how mom feels about <laughs> right because uh, he's heard she's heard things yeah anyway she uh keith does go there and mom turns him away says no i'm not interested in having you anything to do with you and uh anyway then that's when things get matter worse they walk in the door and uh the gas is intentionally left on which hello this is weird I mean, why? I what is the purpose of this? I mean, this wasn't accidental. So they don't have to be there, huh? So they don't have to be I where? Think so that they. This guy's looking for a place to rent for free, to yes. freeload. Yes. If the house blows up, well, I don't think he wants the house to blow up. I think he just doesn't want to have to deal with her. Well, the house will know. blow up, though. The house will blow up. If that's the, that's yes, the thing. I Hello, the, all four burners are turned on, gas is lit, and. Dude, it only takes one spark, you know, a little static electric or something like that. To, static electric. Come on, seriously? So anyway, there's the gas. And then um, we follow up on... The, what are you doing with your phone over there while we're recording a podcast? I'm, I'm looking at actors in Veronica Mars. Okay. Can you do that after we're done? No, because I need to... Go ahead. I'm listening. All right. So... Um, so after the okay. so the, after the guest thing, uh, Wallace comes over and says, "Hey, can I spend the night here?" Which is a unique thing, and and I'm sorry, Keith Mars is going to let a boy stay over. That that's Keith seems, Mars trusts his daughter. Yeah, I know, but still, it's a weird thing. I don't think so. Anyway, but uh, 
And not only th- not only that, but he leaves. But then for the he leaves. Night. Right. He takes his keys. It's trust. And I, it, it's an issue. It, it, it's a trust issue. No, I understand. It is. And uh, Veronica says, "Listen, I thought overstepping your bounds is your- actually no. Overstepping your bounds is your, your main, main form, form of, of transportation." <laughs> I love it. So uh, anyway, he does go and pay mm-hmm. a visit, and uh, he actually, you know goes in he camps out until this guy comes in and then he he's like until he breaks into her house he moves in he says you're moving out and the guy's like whatever i know i'm not and he says we'll see about that and then i love the next morning when the alarm goes on at six o'clock yes he's break he's broke into his apartment and he's waking the guy up at 6 a.m and he's like show go ahead show me how crazy you are play the crazy role he goes, let me show you. And boy, was he showing him crazy. He does good, doesn't he? I love that. Yes. Anyway, I I loved this episode. It was so much fun. And, I, and of course, my favorite part was when the mom, Wallace's mom comes in and apologizes. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, some of the things I've heard, he goes, oh, yeah, trust me. I know. I barely let myself, social, I barely let me socialize with myself. Right, yeah. right. So that's it. That it was a fun episode. I was looking up. Um, her name is Alicia. That that's um. Who's Alicia? Miss Fennell. Okay. That, um, the one Wallace's who, mom. The one who really killed Lily Kane. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, her name's Alicia. Okay. And um, and that's what I just wanted to make sure I was right before I said it out loud. Um, but uh, I think she, I think this is an episode where she learned you, you can't always trust what you hear. Right. You know you can't. Especially not when you work for Kane Software. Does she work for Kane Software? Yes, it was mentioned. That I missed. Wallace says to Veronica, she's heard all of these things over at Kane. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. Very cool. Mm-hmm. It's a great episode. So, uh, yeah, next is episode number nine. We got a little problem. We can't find disc number three. So you need to call your sister and see if she's got it. I will. Well, you said when you opened it up that... I don't remember seeing it missing, but then again, I didn't remember looking either. It's not in your computer, is it? Why would it be in my computer? I don't know. Maybe one night Megan came down here. Nope. Nope. Okay. Not in my computer. It's not in her computer, so... So we are missing disc number three. Gonna have to find disc three. By next week. Yes. Hmm. I hope we do. So uh, let's see here. What else is going on? So what is episode number nine? I don't even know the title of it. Uh, do you recall? Is it a good episode? Is it one? Is it a filler? I'll let you know right now. Any predictions on my reactions? Season Wal- one, episode nine, drinking the Kool Aid. Drinking the Kool Aid. Oh, I like this. I do. I do. Um. I do like episode nine. Um, Don't tell us anything about it. Just I won't. But you think I like it? I do. Good. Because Veronica lives her life as you can't always believe what you hear about me. And maybe she sees the other side of that in episode nine. Interesting. Well, my friends, we want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Veronica Mars Fan Podcast. If you really enjoy this show, there are a couple things that you can do. Number one, tell another backer about this show. And when I say a backer, you know what I'm talking about. Those 91,500 and some odd people who backed the Veronica Mars Kickstarter project. 
Our goal is to reach one-third of them with this show. And, of course, you can head, tell them to head over to veronicamarspodcast.com. Again, that's veronicamarspodcast.com. And if you really love us, which, I mean, it's only been eight episodes yet, uh, you haven't completely decided whether you hate us or love us yet. Probably not. Probably not. Well, me, they've probably made up their mind about me. But there might be three or four of you that love us already. And if so, you can head over to iTunes, do a search for Veronica Mars in the podcast directory, and leave us a five-star review, or a five-star rating and a written review. Or, if you really hate us, you could leave a one-star, very extremely negative review. But we'd prefer you didn't. But we'd prefer you just go away. (laughs) I might be rubbing off on you. You have. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. And until next time, we encourage you to join the the community. community. Some man.